Hey guys, welcome to the Hateful Geeks, ruining your childhood one show at a time. This is our first show. We're gonna be talking about Guardians Volume Two, Marvel Ragnarok trailer drop. We got the Spider-Man Homecoming coming up. Looks pretty sweet. We got Star Wars Day, May the Fourth be with you. Free Comic Book Day, Secret Empire games. We got some Injustice Two. We got Call of Duty World War Two dropping soon. Destiny Two looks sweet. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Even though Andy can't see the game, boo. All right, let's go ahead and kick this off with Guardians Volume 2. I can't wait. We've seen like 17 trailers. They're all like slightly different, but the cast is obviously amazing. And Marvel, if they've done anything right, is soundtracks. I'm just happy for Baby Groot. We well, get to see little badass Baby Groot. If you can't look at Baby Groot and smile a little bit, you're dead inside. <laughs> that's just that's just fact. And I'm, don't get me wrong, I miss full-grown Groot, but Baby Groot is going to be an incredible in the, addition. In the trailer, when he's like angry, little Baby Groot chasing the guy, like that's like things of my dreams. I you dream about small tree people attacking, yeah, attacking other men. Yes. I'm also worried that all that it's going to be like almost every other movie where all of the good gags are in the trailers. Well, the, yeah. no, no, no. If, Guard, if Guardians one proved anything, that is true. that is not going to be the case. Um, this is this is a, a this is a, a a comic book intellectual property that went from pure obscurity to hardcore mainstream just on the merits of an amazing film alone. It went, it went from nothing to four, ti- four comic well, yeah. titles. Guardians of the Galaxy is probably one of my top Marvel films. I could count on one hand how many Guardians comics I read before I saw the film. Right. Zero? Zero? Zero. zero? <laughs> and he held up his hand with a big circle. I, I, <laughs> I love reading comic books, and I never read a Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, it's it just a, never grabbed my interest. It's an ensemble comic, and it's not necessarily a bad one, but Marvel has a shit ton. We're talking, like, Avengers, X-Men. There, there are just tons of titles Marvel does where it's a group of people, and Guardians is in space. It's a little bit obscure. But before Guardians, for the, the casual Marvel fan, who knew... Around a talking raccoon, a talking tree that walks. I mean, I knew of them. Right. Did I did I have an intimate relationship with Rocket and Groot? No. That's just how, like, Marvel just essentially, like, changed the whole, like, cinematic universe. Like, you know what? We're so good, we're going to take these five characters you never heard of and make it amazing. Uh, well, not even that. It's it's the casual people who go towards, like, Deadpool right. or whoever. They're like, Rock Raccoon. And Rocket and Groot became the new, like, mainstream characters for Marvel. Right. Let's talk about Drax. <laughs> I, I, I we're talking about Dave Batista. This is a guy who made his living like throwing greasy elbows at other men for the, the for the entertainment of, of what lets me on is the, the, the trailer. The trailer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I know you want wrestling. That's why I'm throwing you under the bus. I, I am one of those trailer people. <laughs> So, so Tim does love his wrestling. All right, all right, hillbillies. I'm really sorry. <laughs> okay, wrestling aside, very few wrestlers have escaped the void of. I can name wrestling. one. No, yeah, his name's The Rock. Right. And Hulk Hogan made an attempt to do so, but uh, No Holds Barred is not a good movie. Oh, oh, it's one of my favorite trash films of all time. It is such a garbage film. It's not. Like, um, that's Debo. Uh, <laughs> I like fool. What they live is that's Roddy not Piper. that's not Roddy Piper. 
I'm here to chew some bubble gum and kick some ass. I'm all out of gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. That is, but Rowdy Roddy Roddy Piper did not exactly blow up on the scene of film because of They Live. I mean, The Rock has made a massive career just selling his own brand. Well, he's, he's got two movies that are went over a billion dollars. Yeah. Granted, they're both Fast and the Furious Dude, movies. he did voices for an animated film called Moana, and I enjoyed the crap out of it. And I don't watch Disney films and like he, that. he's doing Rampage. Is he? Which yes. we will have to discuss yes. at another time, but... Rampage so, is hitting a movie. So. so back on topic. So we're talking about Guardians. The, the fact of the matter is, is we're talking about a cast of, of people that took a huge chance on an unknown intellectual property, and it blew up. It blew up big time. And Guardians 2 does not look like it's going to disappoint. No, no, no. The trailer, it's amazing. Not at all. I think what we're seeing in the trailers is literally like maybe the first three minutes of the film and a couple little splashes yeah. here and there. Yeah. And I'm happy with that formula. It's worked. It's tried and true. Are you, but Rocket's the shit, isn't it? Are you happy you're, we're getting more Yondu? Yes, yeah. You put Michael Rooker on anything, and I eat it up with because a spoon. That's the one character I'm a little like, all right, why is he back? Yondu is 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 one. He he's a part of Peter Quill's past, and like in that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's like his guardian. <laughs> he's like a parental guardian. It's a pun. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But but no, at the same time he's also sort of like a partner in crime. Like they're the the Reavers and that 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 squad, they Peter Quill is still associated with them. Right. So Yondu coming back makes perfect sense. Okay. Plus boule 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 boule. I mean that was probably one of the best scenes in Guardians. Yes. It's like you're gonna die and Yondu don't play around. So are we worried at all that this movie is going to be a, pretty much exactly the first one that we're trying to stop some universal <laughs> threat again. Well, Marvel unfortunately has had a negative uh, past with that. Let's talk about Avengers and, and, and Age of Ultron. They're pretty much the same movie, right? I'm pretty sure everyone agrees with that, right? Let's move on. All right. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I think I think Guardians has the potential to be a bit more emotional because one of the threads of it is Kurt Russell as his dad. True. He, he went to space to. Yes, to find true. his father. The first introduction I, of his father. We haven't even touched on that. I'm not against that. I'm kind of happy. Don't get me wrong. Kurt Russell is dead. Awesome choice. But did you have? Don't did you have to like write it on the wall in the trailer? Like that right. kind of walked in. Maybe like maybe you're gonna throw me and a Shyamalan twist. Well, or maybe a good twist. Did you have to make him a, a human or look at like a human? Ego living planet. Well, they, they already mentioned that he looked like a, a human angel in the first one. That's I mean, what his mother referenced. Also, also in this day and age, like it's hard for you to not do that kind of thing because it leaks out. And then we we've kind of seen where like Star Trek Into Darkness, for instance, where Benedict did you just bring up Star Trek? Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The whole thing of of Benedict Cumberbatch isn't isn't con. He isn't con. They knew it was. We all knew it. We know what it is. That's J.J. Abrams trying to like create hype while at the same time covering his tracks. But I also think that's Marvel's way of trying to avoid that kind of situation where it's like we all know. We all know what it's going to be. And do you think that's a big scene? It was leaked out. I don't think it's going to be a huge scene. I mean, I think he's referring to the scene in in, uh, the second Star Trek. Like you think that was a huge scene? When no, 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 no. Kurt Russell. Like Kurt Russell. Yeah, so like Chris. We see. I'm pretty sure half the people out there are like, "Who's Peter Quill's dad? Who's Peter Quill's dad?" Yeah, it's gonna be a huge scene. Right, but like in the movie, we see in the trailer, they're like obviously fighting something, and all of a sudden, he comes down. Mike, is that gonna be like towards the end? Like, okay, we're done now, or is that gonna be like 
holy crap, right in the middle of the movie, we just got Kurt Russell. How's he going to deal with Maybe this? he's like the main villain or something. Maybe. For all we know. Like, for all, like Peter, like, oh, I found my dad. And he turns out to be an intergalactic dick. <laughs> Very I'm, possible. I, but I, rhymed. But <laughs> back to the question, I'm not worried that it's going to be a rehash of the first one. James Gunn himself has come out and said the only reason he agreed to do two and now three is because it, all three of them are one cohesive story. Has that guy done a bad movie? James Gunn? I don't know, let me Google it real quick. <laughs> Probably. I mean, we've all made bad films, Zack Snyder. <laughs> but, but in the Marvel Universe, I don't think, I mean, it's they've done so well. Like, in bringing in, like you said, these, these abstract characters that nobody really cared about and made them... I mean, Mar- they, they almost pulled, I mean, in reference for me, he almost pulled a George Lucas making you love R2. Like, mm-hmm. you all of a sudden... I do love R2. You loved R2, and there's this, this, this robot, and now you bring in this talking tree and a raccoon... They are Props, the new, sorry, don't call him Raccoon. Oh yeah. Props to Vin Diesel, by the way. Um, yo, man, <laughs> you made your living doing Fast and the Furious movies, but you just made one of the most beloved characters ever by saying the same three friggin' words over and over again with different inflection. Right. I am Groot. I am Groot. I'm Groot. I would He's an R2 that. that'll fuck you up. And yeah. and Rocket R2 is, can fuck you up. He can. But and then He's Rocket a better, is, a, R2. is the three PO oh, then. Oh, that's cold blooded. Don't let R2 hear you. Be boop, motherfucker. <laughs> We will cross our swords. Are you guys gonna cross swords, bro? This is only our first episode. <laughs> another day about Star Wars. So okay, so I, I can say we're all excited. Yes, Guardians. Guardians. Like, Can't we're gonna wait. love it. it. Like I said, if you don't love Baby Groot and Rock Rocket Raccoon, you don't have a soul. You're dead inside. It's fine. So is there any characters like in in Guardians that you're like? Oh, I'm glad they brought this person in. Oh, like glad, glad, like they chose this actor, or glad that I, this character. This is character showing up. You know what? Actually, I could probably go the opposite on that. There's characters I really don't. I'm kind of not interested in, okay. like Mantis. Don't get me wrong, Mantis. Uh, she has her place in the Guardians universe, but do we need her? I mean, I feel like she's a, a, a mechanic just to make give give Drax and everyone laughs, right? Which is fine. But Yondu, yeah, Yondu needed to come back. Okay, Nebula. Probably didn't need Nebula. I, I don't know why she's back. I feel like Nebula's story was done in the first one. Like, I don't get that. Like, you obviously were enemies. Get her out of here. Yeah, like, we're, we're, we're going to redeem Nebula. Right. I, I'm, I'm so excited because I needed Nebula to come to this light side of the force. This is important to me. <laughs> you can't mix those. You guys can't see sarcasm on podcasts, but right now I'm making a face of fuck that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, of course the main cast needed to come back. Yeah. So obviously there's rumors of Stallone. I've heard we we've all heard that he's in the film and nobody knows what the hell. I'm hoping for intergalactic Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I, 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 I just like so you were in Apollo Creed too. Oh my God! Can we? Like, is that an option? Is Carl Weathers still working? I saw Carl Weathers the other day on TV actually during the draft. Are you shitting me? Was he he was in Philadelphia. <laughs> he's still alive. He's still alive. Every time I think of Carl Weathers, I think of Predator, and then I end up. Uh, thinking about Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah, I don't know why it is. As, as and, and dead? And, no, not no. Why Jesse the Body Ventura is not Body dead? Oh, not dead. Cool. <laughs> Jesse, come on, man. When he, in the scene, the chopper when he's chewing the tobacco, he's like, "What are you we chewing, man?" He's like, "This shit will make you a sexual tyrannosaurus." That's a great line. Good job, Jesse. Also a pothead. <laughs> yes. So so yeah. General consensus: Guardians, sweet. Guardians, Can't awesome. wait. Right. Sell out soon enough. Right. Yo, man. Get a lot of good Marvel movies this year. We do. I think uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, technically uh, a Marvel. Is it Sony. Marvel? It's, Mar- it's Marvel it with uh, with Sony flipping the bill and getting Ooh. the credit done. Is it dead in the water? No, Venom is Venom is greenlit. Is yeah, greenlit for a solo film, right? But not so. until they're filming in eighteen. 
I'll, that I'll have to double check. But so my point is, you can't it's not bring in Spider-Man's soon. greatest nemesis next to Green Goblin or Doctor. Oh, you know he's got a lot of nemesis. Okay, okay, the one of the most fan beloved nemesis of Spider-Man in a in a solo film. We still have a bad. T- I I still have a bad taste in my mouth from Spider-Man Three. Who I, does it? I, I, I think Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man 3 does not exist in this dojo. It does exist in this dojo. <laughs> no. We're going to talk about it. I will Email not. haircut. Well, Gabaret. I am probably the biggest Venom fan here. Yeah. And I will not accept that movie as Venom. I won't. <laughs> Too bad, buddy. They call them Venom. You, can, you don't want Venom being red, that, kid? You could take fucking Eric Foreman and <laughs> shove him straight up. Sam Raimi's asshole. Yo, leave Saint Raimi out of this, man. Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two are forever ingrained. I, in I'll perfection. give him a pass. I know Venom was forced on him. Yes, it was. was. So it was the three D nonsense. But fucking grow some balls and when you saw what was unfolding, be like, no. I'm pretty well, sure the studio. Yeah, the studio at the time was like, there are enough balls. Like hey, we're making <laughs> this. This is happening. But. We're not getting any villain close to that homecoming. No, we're not. We're getting the vulture. We're getting we're my getting, and okay. And all, we I, all love we're the vulture. Getting the vulture and we're getting the shocker. I I know you're a big I know you're a big Michael Keaton fan. I know you love '89 Batman. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, Birdman was a great film too. But the vulture's a stupid fucking villain, and Michael Keaton's even stupider to play the role. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't want the Vulture. I want the primetime Spider-Man villain. I agree. Doc, I agree with you that the Vulture is B tier at best. C. Is is C to D. Is there a D on a good day? There is a D tier. However, Michael Keaton will pull it off, and this is a build-up film. You cannot come out with fucking. Vader versus Emperor. You no, can't, no, you can't no, do that Nolan movie did, one. Nolan, I don't want foreplay in my Spider-Man film. I want the meat and potatoes. I don't Nolan, want to build up. Nolan came out with Batman Begins with the Scarecrow. Uh, no, he came out with Ra's al Ghul and the Scarecrow. Ghul and I'm not calling him Ra's Ra's al Ghul. I'm not calling him Ra's al Ghul. No, I'm an animated series Batman f- uh, originator. We just, and I refuse to call him mix, Ra's al Ghul. We just mix universes here, guys. Mm. We do. We don't give any fuck. <laughs> it's Ra's al Ghul. All right. Anyway, so we get to Burman. You think this is like a situation where let's mix universes again. Everyone's thought Ben Affleck was going to be a terrible Batman. I didn't. I was on board with Affleck from the minute one. I thought Ben Affleck was going to be great. We all did. We all talked about it. We liked threw a five-year-old tantrum. Yeah, you did. When Ben Affleck was announced. And I did that when Heath Ledger was announced as the Joker. Exactly. And I publicly admitted I was wrong. And I am still wrong to this day. Heath Ledger is the Joker. And you will admit that you are wrong about Michael Keaton as the Vulture. You know, I feel like a bet's coming on because at this point in time, I don't know if you can back that up. So you think this is going to be another situation where the man who's playing the character will make the character? I do. If anyone's capable of it, Keaton is. Keaton's a great actor, don't get me wrong. But eh, the Vulture, you don't have a lot to work with, bro. Now, am I going to be looking forward to the Vulture's return in other films? No. Okay. I know it's just a build-up. I think but it's, I think the it's fact stupid. that it is Michael Keaton, God bless your soul. I you think could have done anybody with Michael Keaton. You could have done a way better Spider-Man villain with Michael Keaton. Anybody. It's Michael Keaton would be a great Norman Osborn. Accurate. I believe we were talking earlier about like the possibility of uh uh why am I brain farting on his name? Uh, Batman. New, no one's Batman. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> that, Christian, you're not you're not relevant anymore, Christian. Anyway, but no, Christian. 
Bale, you said would be a good Norman Osborn. You said that. Those yeah, are the words. It would be. I think Michael Keaton would be a better Norman but Osborn. But I think Michael Keaton is now too old to be a Norman Osborn. I also think in this movie, they didn't want to do a main villain because this is homecoming. This is Spider-Man still developing. This is, this back this home. is establishing Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe more than Without Civil a War. third Spider-Bite origin story right. film, which we don't Fuck need. Fuck the origin story. Get the origin this is, story. This Andrew Garfield, I hate you. This is establishing Spider-Man in the Marvel in the Marvel movie universe that you didn't really get a whole lot in Civil War because Civil War he's just there. But we are bringing in the best Avenger. To uh, help out. Bringing in Iron Man. That's a matter of debate, sir. I am a firm believer that Captain America is the best Avenger. You're bringing in Hawkeye. Uh, oh, even you don't believe screw that. Screw you, Clint Barton. <laughs> Also, also, what's with them making Aunt May hot? Because Marissa Tomei is Aunt May. Yeah, um, right. How that? What? How's that work? Because I can explain this. I I can understand the mentality here. So we are our longtime geek fans. We've been f- fans of like comic book culture, movie culture since we were little kids. Right. I'm born in the early '80s. You're from like the '70s. You're from like <laughs> I don't know the '30s or something. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, we're at an age where we're all like in our early '30s, late '20s. Some of us pushing ninety, Andy. <laughs> we don't want Granny Aunt May. No. We want an Aunt May that we're like milf, well, I mean, yeah. milf, man, well, and Mercer Tomei. Aunt Hottie. Well, I mean, I mean, Aunt Hottie. I mean, it Hottie. makes sense because Mercer Tomei is like 50 and he's supposed she's to be a, that makes sense. she's a great yeah, actress she's an amazing yeah. actress dude my cousin Vinny that movie holds up bro I'll laugh so and, and I, next question does Tony Stark bang Aunt May uh, if Tony Stark in the comic books is banging uh, uh, Mary, J, Mary Jane yes um, Pepper Potts um, who, pick pick somebody's girlfriend Mar- Maria Hill Maria, Maria Hill, Hill. And, yeah, yeah he'll bang Aunt May because yes. Tony Stark gives no fucks about the bro code and that's why he's not the best Avenger. So yeah, that's why he is the best no, Avenger. No, he breaks bro code. You don't bang Spider-Man's it's one and only Tony true Stark. Love. He do the fuck he wants. Tony Stark is a is a bad human. You trying to stop him? He needs goddamn. He needs rehab. <laughs> he did that once. He did do that once. <laughs> Man needs a devil in a bottle. <laughs> he needs to actually check himself for STDs. All right, all right. So so Spider-Man, yeah or nay? Are we excited for Spider-Man? Hunt I am. Spider-Man is what got me into comic books. I can't wait. I've always been cautiously optimistic. The only thing I'm, I hate, get rid of the damn hoodie. (laughs) Does Spider-Man need a hoodie? Does Spider-Man need a hoodie? Spider-Gwen needs a hoodie. I mean, I get it. Tony gives him the suit and then takes it back. So he needs a different suit. But does it need to be? But again, this is bringing Spider-Man in. We have to go through the, I get it. We're going through the movies. So we got to go through the Makeshift, whatever, find it at home, make it, try to... Okay, okay. as long as it does not take the majority of the film, like Batman versus Superman. Batman's origin was told in a a very... It is another can of worms, but his origin was told... In the opening credits. In the opening credits, in very minimal flashbacks, and that's all we needed. If you go in to a Batman movie and you don't know why he's Batman, get the fuck out. Yeah, if you're (laughs) you're on this planet and you do not know the origins of, like, the four greatest heroes of all time... Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, uh, Wonder Woman, and that's it. Um, you don't know their origin stories, just go back to your cave in Afghanistan. Ooh. I get it. You don't see, understand pop culture. That's fine. Right. So I think, so back back on topic, so we're all excited for Homecoming. For sure. I, I might have reservations, but I'm going to give it a chance. I am excited they're giving him a better suit. Yes. More technology. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not. They're not making his webbing a power. Hoping for Iron for some reason. At some point. Like but, why was webbing a power ever in yeah, the movies? Because they didn't want. To, I guess Peter Parker worked better as a nerd it, that wasn't quite a science geek. It it didn't make it quote believable that he could make his web shooters a 
such a I believe or we can believe a spider bit him and turn him into a uh, suspension. I'm, I'm not yeah, I'm not I'm not saying there's logic. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I actually one through three that. right off they're bad. No, right. I no, actually enjoyed good. that aspect. I, I still love to. All right, we're in animals. <laughs> Ragnarok. Let's talk about Thor Ragnarok. It's the third Marvel movie this year. I Holy crap, Marvel. Like, how much money is enough? Uh, For real. All the money. All the money. All All the money. money. Feed me a comic book movie every fucking day. They know what they're doing. Give me one a week. I'll take a comic book every week. I don't Come care. on. Let's I do don't that. care. So, so there I, is no burnout here. If you haven't seen a rag, Thor Ragnarok trailer, you've also go been, see it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just stop. Just Google. Kill me, now, please. We all know Hulk's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy crap! Anyone who's ever read a comic knows Planet Hulk. That is the armor, the gladiator. Are, are they on Scar? Are they on like the Planet Hulk planet? Like these are all questions that we have. These are questions. These are things. Right. But. Uh, Thor, Thor two. Did anyone here actually like Dark World? I did. I, I did. Dark World. It was really? kind of bad. Like, I mean, why are it's we not friends? my favorite Marvel movie, but I because still enjoy it. It was it was another threat to Thor. Like Man, that, that's a, that's what you want to see a Thor because he's a, it's a demigod. Let's be honest. What people really want to see is Loki versus Thor. Right. We want to see that. And movie. we saw part of that. We did in a little bit. I did like the scene where, where Loki was messing with him and he turns into Captain America right. and he's like screwing with him. That scene was great, but I'll, I'll, I have not seen Dark World since I saw it in theater. I have it on my shelf on Blu-ray. I just never, never watched it. I gave it a re-watching recently, and I have to say, I, I don't get me wrong, Cat Dennings, I love you. You're like my super. Oh, yeah. You're on my just... list. I, I don't know what to say, but but you're not entirely necessary, and don't ever call me only or meow meow again. That's just an insult to the greatest Weapon forged by. Apparently not now. Apparently someone just stop it now. Yeah, I guess so. That trailer was pretty rough, man. Somebody stops Mjolnir mid throw and was like, incredible. Shatters it. She's hella cool. Apparently she's hella badass. That bothers me because it's it should not have an equal. Well, no, I mean, no, no, they never actually say Mjolnir has no equal. It merely that it's one of the greatest weapons ever forged by Asgardians. I don't even know if it's it's by the dwarves. Whatever. (laughs) The nine realms. Marvel has a problem with building too much universe. Don't get me, and it's a lot to to absorb. Like you got the Guardians mythos. That's all of fucking space, yeah. Which includes Asgard, if I might remind you. And then you got all the Asgardian shit, where you got like the serpent, Hela. You got the dwarves, the dark elves, and you, angels. Now apparently. you throw Thanos into that realm. Thanos well, is just like I'm gonna wreck it. Well, I mean, not even that. Or not only that, but they introduced magic now in Doctor Strange. Oh, that's it's amazing. Whole, that's a whole other. Yeah. Well, we that, have, Thanos is the wreck it realm. We had magic with Marvel Loki. Universe. Loki has right magic. Right. I mean, it's it's magic. It's it's technology that's beyond understanding, which is the equivalent of magic. Right. So now, but now we do have Doctor Strange. Who I'm literally does magic. Pretty sure Doctor Strange is in Ragnarok. Yeah, it's no secret it's, now. Right. That was that was announced at the end yeah. of at the Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, they had two giant. He gave them two giant pints, and they were like, "Let's Which, go on an adventure." I'm excited about. I, I think that Benedict Cumberbatch as oh, Doctor Strange. Look, Marvel has always gotten casting right. Marvel knows casting. There's one that I am suspect on. Who's that? And that is Valkyrie. I'm not a fan of what I'm seeing. Well, you're you're old. It's, I, it's not. It's just, just a matter of well, fact. We also you're see old. Valkyrie in like six seconds in the trailer. So I honestly am not very familiar with the character. But so Valkyrie in the old comics looks like a Valkyrie, right? Long right. blonde hair, not Viking looking Me. braids. Yeah. And in the trailer, I think I don't know what's going on, but she's just looks like a normal woman. She does. She she does not look imposing. 
She does not have Maybe that that's to come later look. in the film. She doesn't have the big metal tatas. You're supposed to see big boobs. Uh, so. Oh, okay. and there, once again, it all, <laughs> it all comes now. back to boobs. Andy's not happy unless he has giant And then the other families. woman in this. Is any of us going to miss Natalie Portman as Jane Foster? No. Not at all. No. Get her out of all the movies. However, mm. if they go the route of following the comic books and Jane Foster becomes Thor, oh, no. do they recast Jane Foster? No. 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 And here's why. Fuck Jane. Just forget it in general. There's no. She's unnecessary to the plot. She's not even a romantic interest for Thor anymore. But if she becomes Thor... Why? Why would she? That's the the new comic. We don't need her. It's unnecessary. Okay. We're done. We're done with her. And I'm not going to hate on Natalie Portman. She's done good movies. No, I Your love highness. Natalie Portman. I hate Natalie Portman. <laughs> like, also, also in Thor, like Jane Foster, even though she's Thor, like in the comic book, she's not in it very often. So you can just have recast Thor as a female. If you want to go that route, but just recast Thor as a female. Why does every hero need a love interest? Why? Because who doesn't love a good hero? I, I love a good hero. I like Punisher. He has no love interest. Because he would kill her. Well, unless she, maybe she committed a crime, but... Right. I don't well, know just Punisher had a family, and that kind of got screwed over. I'm just so. saying, like, not every great hero needs a love interest. Magneto, kind of an anti-hero these days, started off as a villain, but he has no love interest. I mean, granted, he's banging around, right. but he's Magneto. He kids. You would, too. <laughs> so, back more characters that we saw in Thor Ragnarok. I love Jeff Goldblum. I love him. Uh, yes. Jeff Goldblum can be wrong. So, from Jackson my Park. understanding, Jeff Goldblum is playing Grandmaster, yes. who is a brother of the Collector. Mm -hmm. Are they literal brothers? In like, the did they, books they are. like, did they play blocks when they were kids? I, yeah, <laughs> like, are they blood, or is this like think, Space Illuminati? I, I think yeah. in the comic books they are. The movies, nope. Not okay, that's where. I was pretty sure that they are brothers, and there's more of them, aren't there? I think there's like they're well, they're they're called. I think they're called celestials. Yes. yes. And I think there's. We've got the, the great. The tri, there's a tribunal. Yeah. There's a there's ego, the living planet. Um, obviously, a lady death is a celestial. But yeah, there's a lot of them, and this is like I'm saying before. There's a massive amount of mythos, and this ties back into Guardians because space, Marvel space. Got, so you got Marvel Space, you've got Marvel Magic, and you've got Marvel Mutants and Super and those street heroes. These are like the three, the trinity of the Marvel Universe. And it's massive amounts of story and plot and data. We're talking like 15 Harry Potter books. <laughs> and then they always, they always like to just rehash it and change everything. Pretty much. Marvel has a, like a hard-on for like... Rebooting. Rebooting. Secret Wars, man. Let's... Uh, that's that. We're not going to go there. <laughs> okay. So, so, so yes. Ryan Ruck... And we're all excited to see it. We want to go yes. see it. We want to see Thor and Hulk battle again. I, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of concerned that that's not going to be enough, enough of the film to like satiate me. I'm happy it's not because I don't want just another giant battle scene for the whole movie. But I want like a story. Right. Well, they're going to fight, and Hulk's going to win, and end the story. I know what you all are saying, but I'm still going to hold out hope that Kevin Feige's just going to suck it up and say, "Yeah, we're going to do World War Hulk." Uh, I would like it, but. I want it. The I common, want it enough to not give up. I think the casual comic book fan doesn't care. Oh my god, man! Uh, a lot of Marvel fans want it. <laughs> Just the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it is built right now, it doesn't fit in. So I understand it. Do I want it? Yes, I want it. Get that rematch. With uh, we've already discussed, and we'll discuss it in greater length in another episode. If you could have one superpower, what do you want? 
I have range issues. Yeah, you do. I want to be the black Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, the Hulk. I think, and I think, whatever God exists, that you don't have those right. powers. I would not be your friend okay. if that ever happened. <laughs> I would be the Sentry. Okay. I uh, that's that's another rage. And all that. Oh, don't even go there. I hate the Sentry so fucking much. So that's cool. That's, all right. that's the, the trailers, movies we're talking about this year. So moving on to this week, actually. Day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Star Wars Day. May the Fourth be with you. Who isn't excited for Star Wars Day? I mean, it's the greatest holiday in the world next to my birthday. <laughs> but no, yeah, Star Wars Day, man. Something always great happens on Star Wars Day. Something fun. I mean, I'm, the internet explodes, of course. I'm a little sad that Star Wars didn't come out with something on Star Wars Day. I mean, you can't plan a movie every May the 4th, can you? And I think that's originally what they had wanted to do um, before they decided that uh, their scheduling conflicts were kind of forcing them they to go holiday They race. tried to release it in May. Yeah, they, episode uh, 8 was supposed to be in May. Wasn't that traditionally when the original trilogy came out? Yeah, I, Star Wars I, episode yeah. 4 came out in May of 77. You were born. Yeah. Nope, were, not yet. Oh, yeah, no, you weren't? <laughs> October. Oh. oh. Right behind it. I'm able to say that my, my parents took me as a baby to see uh, to, to, to see Empire Strikes Back in the theater. And I'm sure I, I cheered and cried like the little infant that I was. Who doesn't, who doesn't cheer or cry still to this day to the original trilogy? It's great, man. They're great movies. They're fantastic. No, the prequels, I just cry. Uh, episode four is a straight ripoff of, uh, of Hidden Fortress. Thanks, Kurosawa. <laughs> but the rest, everything that followed, that's pure magic, man. You created uh, George Lucas. Uh, like, I both want to, like, punch you and, like, hug you at the same time. It's like you're the creepy uncle. I don't know to, like, welcome you to Thanksgiving dinner or kick you out. But he gave you Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Oh, man. He also gave me pod racing. That was the best part of the movie. That was not the best part of the movie. The best part of the movie is the, the Darth Maul duel at the end. It is. Yeah, it is. Everything yeah. else, I didn't even... I, like I've said this for years. You make the trilogy. You cut out the first 90% of episode one. You start with the fight with Darth Maul. And then we let's just do maybe the second half of Clone Wars, not the political rolling around fields with... with Anteater sheep. So, so you don't give in to the theory that Jar Jar Binks is the most powerful Sith in the galaxy? No, I don't because I'm not retired. Retired? Yeah, that's a nice way of saying retarded. Oh. <laughs> but thanks for making me use the R word anymore. <laughs> no, um... Jar Jar Binks is, is a throwaway, useless character. I don't even want to waste, waste Episode on one, him. maybe watch the pod race if I'm in the mood. But yeah, you start with the, I, the battle. You watch easily the most badass physically designed character from the prequels and you kill him and then you start with episode two but they bring and you're back. like hey look All it's right, boba fett's dad and he yeah. actually looks pretty cool yeah. and you kill him pod racing was a was a good n64 game it was i i think we come out of episode one as an n64 game we've dropped the ball i actually right. enjoyed pod racing i thought it was a good a good you was a joke annie <laughs> No, I did not say Jar Jar Binks was good to have. That wasn't Jar Jar Binks. That's the little mini Greedo who's friends with uh, Anakin. Uh, it's working! Oh, uh, no. Shoehorning uh, another. Are you an so angel? I can be there. I can, all right, I, so we all can say that the the prequel's garbage. I like episode three. Don't I enjoy yeah, episode I, three. I, I like episode three, but, I mean, that's not to say that on May 4th they don't we don't wake up that day and there's some kind There'll of some kind of news. Like, there have always been rumored to, which I, I'm not going to hold out hope for, but there's always that rumor of them releasing the original trilogy. I'm worried they're going to do something Rogue One like related. The original, the, like unaltered, the, the unaltered, theatrical, theatrical versions of Star Wars. Now that Disney owns right. Star Wars, 
I better get a theatrical release trilogy. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a definite. They've already said they're going to do it. You don't have to be angry. They're going to do it. Come Where has it been confirmed? It's on the interwebs. I don't know. I'll Google it. I don't want to tell. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> it's been said. It's going to happen. One hundred percent. But let's. I mean, but, but but okay. So Star Wars, Rogue One, is pretty much a big hype right now. It just came out on Blu-ray. Everyone's really happy about it. I don't think that Rogue One is a good installment on the Star Wars mythos. You didn't like it. I, I enjoyed it. I've re- I don't get me wrong. I bought it. Right. right I bought. Right, I, own, right. I own every Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I'm not. I'm not that guy. But it is not. Okay. I know it is not a primary saga film. I know right. that. But you do not, under any circumstances, make a Star Wars film without three things. One, an opening crawl. I don't care if it's a saga film or not. It deserved an opening crawl. And it ties directly into the saga because both Leia and Vader may, and Tarkin make and appearances. Tarkin, yeah, right. And Mon Mothma. So don't tell me that it's not part of the saga. It is 3.5. Hmm. And I know your second point. John Williams. You're, you're right. Yeah, you're exactly right. I sat there in that movie and I enjoyed it. I didn't feel the feeling because I need I, that music. I missed something. And I realized, I was like, once Vader appeared that music. and you got the Imperial March, that's when I was like, that's what I'm missing. I miss John Williams. So do, don't you think they wanted to go a little different? No, you don't do different. It's Star Wars. This is Star but, Wars. But it has one. It's not, it works. it's not Jedi and Sith so much. It is. Oh, I'm pretty sure I saw at least one Sith Lord in that film. Right, but then when you saw the Sith Lord, they brought in the music. I mean, I had to wait through the whole movie to get yeah, to it. It wasn't which I understand your points, but like I, I but I, I saw like the, the rebellion. I saw the Empire. I saw the Death Star. Right, right. It is a Star it? Wars I'm not, movie. Like, I'm not saying that it isn't a Star Wars movie, but I mean, did you? I mean, I at least appreciated. Oh, the, the experimentation. Oh, Alan with, Tudyk was great. The acting it was, for the most part, was excellent. Right. I feel like there's a couple characters that maybe they could have fleshed out a little bit more. K2SO, great. Right. Oh, guess what happened to him? Dead. They all died. They all died. It was like all point of the movie. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, the, you know that spoiler where everybody's like, "Hey, they all died in the end." Guess what? They died. They all died. Spike in the dies. End. Well, we already knew that. But, right. But like, you didn't. I mean, I appreciated the experimentation. Right. Like it was a darker tint film. I film. feel like the second viewing, Forrest I enjoyed Whitaker it. Forrest Whitaker phoned it in big time. Well, I'm sure. I Forrest think, Whitaker yeah. might have literally actually gotten on a cell phone <laughs> and like phoned in his lines. I think. I think you all went in, went into this movie. With like the like preconceived notion that this is like a Star Wars film. No, like this is like <laughs> why would I've gotten that impression? Sith Jedi fighting uh, all the great epic Star Wars battles. I, I knew what I was getting. I was getting a covert small military group taking this plans of the Death Star. I get it. I'm cool with that. But I still had Star Wars in the title. It still had Star Wars in the title. But I didn't do a crawl. The, okay, so we're talking about the last. We're gonna talk about the. We're spoiler alert. We're talking about the like the last fifteen seconds of the film where Vader. You haven't seen it now. Fuck off. Yeah, right. Point, yeah. Don't listen to our spoiler podcast. alert. You're slow. And so Vader wrecks a hallway of rebels. Right. That could have been like the entire second half of the film. I would watch an entire movie of Vader. Oh, so let so me paint right. you a magical picture. They land on the, the, the Imperial planet with the, the shield around it, right? They're storming the beaches. They're going for the plans. And what happens? Dun, 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 shuttle ship lands on the beach. And what does he do? He goes straight saving Private Ryan on their rebel asses and just carves a swath through an army of people. Okay, but at this point, 
Vader's entrusting his generals to take care of this problem. When does Vader ever trust anybody to do his work for him? That's what he was doing. Mm. He didn't build the he didn't build the Death Star himself, did he? Okay. He might have. He used the force. But we're not gonna go there. Okay. But I'm just saying, I think it would have given me a sense, um, a, a bigger sense of dread of like the timing of this. Like the clock is really ticking because the chosen one is coming for you. And guess what? He's pissed and half microwave. <laughs> so, but it's like, can you imagine? Like, she gets the plan. She's at the top of the tower. Vader finally gets there, and here comes the ship, and she jumps in, and then she's escaping. Why am I not writing these movies? Like, you're just here with me. On the show. Good call. <laughs> they, they, they had a huge opportunity. You don't even need James Earl Jones in the booth. I would actually enjoy to see a director's cut of Rogue One. Maybe. I don't think and they really do director's so cuts of Star Wars. Star Wars Day. Are we all not going to sit down and just watch the full... Uh, man, I'm an old man. Who has time for that? All right. We're not going to break down every single movie, no. but favorite Star Wars film? Empire. Favorite? Empire. Your favorite. Oh, man. Are we including the Ewok adventure in Caravan of Courage? No. Just checking. The Christmas special? Uh, that's no, it's not, not a film. Doesn't count, not a film. Are we including the animated Clone Wars film? I will say for me. If you want to. I Return of the Jedi. That does Really? Yeah. Fuzzy, right. fuzzy forest creatures? Yeah, I really... Well, it's, for me, it's more nostalgic. Because mm-hmm. I remember as a kid watching that one over and over again, just enjoying it. And so, I agree, Empire is a great movie, but for me... Just personal feeling. I, I so I go back to that one every time. Empire is my favorite, mm. in mm. obvious obvious reasons. One. I mean, number one, you have the reveal. Like that is a time when you actually enjoy that there was no internet, because everyone would have gone into that movie already knowing that Vader was his father. You guys watch The Simpsons? There's, a, there's an excellent <laughs> episode of The Simpsons where, Simpsons did it. where where Homer and Marge are on a date and they go see Empire Strikes Back. And on their way out of the theater, walking past the line of people for the movie, Homer's like, I can't believe Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's dad. And like half the people are like, Duh, come on! It, it is. It's, it is the, the one time as a child I watched a movie and the good guys did not win at the end. They did not. And that you're just sitting there loss. watching it, and you're like, it's over? They lost Like, it hand. can't be over. They lost a hand. Now, I will give you, like, everyone rips on Return of the Jedi for the Ewoks, and rightfully so. It was but I actually be, get sad supposed to be watching movies, to Return be of the Jedi when he's watching Vader's body burn, and then when the credits rolled. And I got sad because, at the time... That was it. There was no more Star Wars after that. And I was crushed. Then you got the prequels, which I don't think anyone in their right mind has ever said any of the prequel movies. You know what? During the 90s, the the dark days of Star Wars when we were getting Power of the Force action figures where Han and Luke looked like they were on like six shots of Roy today. Were they not? Those figures were awful, but I, I welcomed the prequels. We were all disappointed by... I was happy I got more Most Star Wars. I feel like certain individuals might have been looking for more of a cash grab than really expanding their universe. Not going to point fingers. George Lucas. So what's your favorite? Oh, Empire. Empire. But, but you know what? Let me. I'm kind of with you also. I see the love of Jedi. And a lot of people want to give props to A New Hope because it started it all. But once again, as I said, it's a ripoff of Hidden Fortress. <laughs> It's not a bad ripoff of Hidden Fortress, and it created a whole new universe for us to love and enjoy, but it's not a superior film to Empire or Jedi. I agree. It is one of the rare franchises where the sequels were better than the original. 
I want in Godfather. Godfather 2 is better. technically two better is. than Godfather 1. Yeah. We don't talk about Godfather 3. No. All right, so... So, Tim, what's your favorite? Uh, mine is... Mine's A New Hope. Is it? Yep. And I, I mean, like, I, I know and I realize that Empire is a much better movie... But in, uh, but I'm just more nostalgic for New Hope because that's what started it for me. And you and your rose tinted glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying that you know again like M, that Empire isn't a better movie because it is. It's just A New Hope is what got me into Star Wars. I think so. it got pretty much everyone into Star Wars. It's the first movie. Right. <laughs> right. I I get. I understand that. No, I I completely I see where you're coming from, and to me there it's you can't. When somebody says A New Hope is their favorite Star Wars film, that's one time where you're not like, oh, you're full of shit. How can you do... Okay. Right. You gotta let it go, because it. right. it's, it's not not true. Yeah, right. That's fine. Yeah. So, But we all agree, original trilogy, at least one of those right. films. If you're picking one of your favorite Star Wars films, it better be in the original trilogy. I mean, Force Awakens is definitely in my top three. It's right. up there. I like it better than A New Hope. I can see Force Awakens like maybe maybe two or three for me. Yeah. I, I honestly, I had very little things... To, to negative to say about the film, but don't, but but but, I do see where the haters are coming from, and that the plot itself is a little bit maybe a kind of a carbon copy. Of so, what? so what? So I what? Exactly. So I went what? to watch Star Wars, those people, and I went to enjoy history it. repeats itself, and we do not learn from our mistakes. And that's exactly that's the most important thing that Force Awakens has taught us is if you let the Empire escape, and you don't destroy them and crush them under your Rebel boot heel, they'll come back. And build another Death Star the size of a planet and blow up a whole galaxy and <laughs> so kill your government. We agree. Star Wars, great. Great. Uh, what? To yeah. me, Star is Wars is probably out of every trilogy or franchise, it's still my number it's one. Lord of the Rings is close. Harry Potter, even though I'm not a huge fan, I respect it. I'm saying like it's Film franchise, series. it's series. I, I respect it. But to me, it's Star Wars, it's yeah. Lord of the Rings. Beyond. It, um, you're right. It, it reigns supreme. It's up it there, and then it's it's. The, I mean, what? For like two billion people can't be wrong. Right. And so for you, Star Trek like out there, mm. try to try to argue. Come at us. Just come at us. Uh, I, I'm before we move on to our next topic. I'm just going to say, JJ Abrams fixed Star Trek. Now, <clears throat> let's talk about <laughs> still well, way inferior. Yes. to the wars. Oh, yes. Of course, of so, course, so, of course. Sorry, coming Trek. up with Star Wars or Star Wars Day. Free comic book day. Free, I love free comic book day. You especially are going to love free comic book day. You're dead. I will. I, I can't wait to take my son to collect our free comic books. There are actually a few free comic books out there. That's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand is free comic book day actually puts out comics that have weight, that have contributing stories. Uh, Civil War II, even though <laughs> not a great storyline, nope. the, the free <laughs> comic book that came out for, for it, actually contributed to the story. So there are actually, uh, Blackest Night, there was a free comic book that started that off. So you have to make sure that if you're going out for free comic book day, pay attention. There is stuff out there worth picking up. Right. Free free comic book day is is a way for comic book stores to get their name out there, get more customers. It's there. It is having run a comic book store for, for a year, worked at, worked at a comic book store, helped run one for years. It is the single biggest day of the year. I agree, and uh, you know, again, it's it's a it's a the best way for them to get their name out there, um, run sales. I mean, uh, more importantly, though, it's for it, it's definitely for kids. I a agree. lot of a lot of those books are geared towards all ages, which we need. Which, uh, and while you're young, 
Well, yeah. we, because we have this huge gap now because and we have to we, keep we read comics for our kids because we didn't have technology. We didn't have a lot of video games and right. Not when I was a kid, these, we, whatever. We had but, video games, but a problem, but not to the level of, of interactivity right. that we have now. Right. But yes, but we did. We had paper comic books. We collected them. We showed them off to our friends, and we traded them. And, and all pogs. Uh, I didn't have. Uh, I will never. I never had a pog collection. <laughs> I, I will never publicly admit I had a pog collection. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will. Collection. I love fucking I pogs. You guys are such babies. Uh, <laughs> this is from the guy who doesn't even know about Power Rangers. Oh. Hey, Back in my day, it was garbage pail kids. So. Oh wow, really? And you're gonna actually like get off, get off your high horse? Get <laughs> Back your, in my day, get off your filthy garbagey high horse. But so free comic book day, comic books. I don't believe there's anyone in this room, and if you're listening and you don't like comic books, stop listening. Stop. <laughs> don't. You know what? Keep listening. I don't care. <laughs> and there's also, isn't there a new Learn something? A new series coming out. Secret Empire. Secret yeah. Empire is kicking off for uh, Marvel. Uh, big, who big would have thought that Marvel yeah. is doing another uh, crossover? I'm arc? shocked. I don't. I, I don't think Marvel has stopped doing crossover events. But here is my hope for Secret Empire. It better reset the Marvel universe. No, Again? you just did that with Secret Wars. What are you talking if, if about? Anything was Secret Wars was going to, and yeah. they kind of didn't. That's I mean, why I'm hoping. I want. I want. Odin's son back as Thor. Nope. Right. I want. You won't get it. Steve Rogers, the Captain America back. Me, Captain Hydra. I want. I, I want my Marvel back. Wait, I, I yeah and. Okay, old not, man. Not yeah. to say, not to say <laughs> in my day, Marvel was normal and cool. Not to say that they won't do that. I don't personally think they would, but that their best opportunity would have been Secret Wars with that story, essentially reshaping. No, the I universe. get that. And I, I hope that they are true to their word when they say that after this they're going 18 months without doing a line-wide crossover. I don't think they're going to. <laughs> they have never because, done that. No, they, they have ever since the first Civil War or maybe, um, you know, the, the Secret War where they went and infiltrated um, Markovia, I believe, that started uh, maybe it's House of M. Was before Civil War, right? Uh, yeah, House of M is House before, Civil, before War, Civil War, and uh, Avengers vs. X Men is post Civil War. Yes. No, wait, no, Avengers vs. X Men is pre Civil War. Excuse Civil me. War Two. Is wait, is it before after? Okay, this is what we're talking about, Marvel. You are doing too <laughs> you've much. Hit, you've hit a point where it's it's definitely oversaturation, and then after every one, you you relaunch your line where we've seen four or five number one Captain Americas in right. seven years. Ugh. Yeah, you, you hit you hit a point where it's Law of diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. And now and we have I Captain Hydra. I don't you know think you're far past it. But I've been keep, I've been keeping up with a couple things with Secret Wars so far, and right now I think one solid thing they're doing is the new superior Doctor Octopus. But so we can all agree Marvel's done way too many crossovers, and now we're kind of confused. They have. Everything. They have. They have. And, and I. And if but they one have thing, gems hidden in the dirt. That's true. The if there are one good thing things in there. gets reset, that I'm hoping and praying, it. Better be Banner coming back as the Hulk. Banner's dead, bro. I hate totally horny Hulk. Because that's <laughs> he's totally all he awesome. Does. He's a bro. He's a pop collar trash bag. Just constantly trying. To, oh, they they have. They God, have, I hate him. They have made I hints that him. after this, they're going to go back because do because of their of their law of diminishing returns and their and their numbers dropping. They are they. Kind of made hints. They're going to go back to Tony. They're going to go back to Steve Rogers. They're going to go back to they will. Thor. They and all, I got kind of excited. The, the WMD yeah. that's coming up. 
Well, it's that Legends that's coming up in in uh, later in the fall. I well, think. did you see WMD is this whole like they're the the mutant like weapon that's being designed mm-hmm. and it's Hulk's body with Wolverine's claws and I'm like, oh shit, they got Banner's DNA, they got Logan's DNA, they're making this. Nope. Totally awesome Hulk. Yeah. Fuck off. I'm now not it's, buying it. Yeah. It will, yeah. I, I think the whole Legends thing they're doing in the fall is supposed to probably bring everyone back. Logan. They'll, they'll right. bring Logan back instead of old man Logan. Have we not learned our lesson? Did any, Am I the only person who remembers Wolverine X-Men Origins? You do not amalgamate characters and call it a villain. <laughs> Look what you did to Deadpool. You almost killed Deadpool. But then we got good dip, but we saved it. We did. With you. No, you, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds saved, Ryan Reynolds saved it. it. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. Thank you. You are a saint among men. You have now redeemed you yourself. You make me question me. my sexuality. Go on for Green Lantern. <laughs> so, Secret Empire is coming out. another day. So, I mean, are we excited to see Empire? I am. I've already purchased are zero. Disappointed in another crossover. Right. Happy for some cool shit that might happen? We'll see. We'll see. It's, it's, it's a maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Secret Empire. I've been reading the build-up for it. And I think Steve Rogers as the the main villain is very interesting to me because he's the one character that everyone has their trust in. Yeah. So what happens when that trust goes? Do you back? think he really is the villain, or is it like him just trying to like? Well, he well he's he's it's cosmic he's cube. Mind, he's been, he's been mind yeah. Mind yeah. by the cosmic cube, so he believes it, it, ever since he was a kid he's been in in Hydra. And what Captain America has been doing, that the title Captain America Steve Rogers is half of it has been his new timeline since he's been a kid. Growing up in Hydra, how he became Captain America, meeting Abraham Erskine, and then half of it is like his, his the other half is him coming, building up his plans to, to take over Hydra and killing the Red Skull. Yeah. So now that Steve Rogers kills Red Skull, he is now the head of Hydra and what his plans are. When, okay. when Steve Rogers Captain America number one hit, and that final, that final page was Captain America saying, Hail Hydra. The amount, of, it's no secret, Captain America is not my favorite hero. Right. Mark, the amount of nerd rage that happened and the internet exploding and crying, I liked it. Marvel is <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's because you're a sadistic, evil human being. That's why we love you. No, because it was nice to see the Boy Scout turned. No, I like that their fans Marvel were bad. uses... <laughs> Captain America as their engine for political commentary. They yep. always they have. Always, yeah. Look at the first Civil War. It was Iron Man. It was about registration. It was Iron Man versus Captain America. Captain America loses. That's Marvel's way of saying that we lost. And that was back when Bush was in office. And- I mean, them, <laughs> them, them killing off Captain America was like their way of, of protesting Bush. Yeah, they said America, uh, the true American ideal is dead. And so far we kill... Dude, got a CNN, CNN did an article uh, on, on TV about the death of a local, comic book yeah. character. I, I didn't do that shit since Superman had, died. We had, lo- we had local TV in the comic book shop. That's actually how I found out Captain America died. Was they get ruined? Oh, oh thanks yeah. CNN, you spoiler No, no, no. I, wa- I walked in and uh, our local CBS station was in, in there. And I'm like, and I kind of look, like, oh, they're talking about Captain America. And I kind of look, I'm like, they killed him off, didn't they? Yep. <laughs> so, so yeah. So Marvel uses Cap to make their political commentary. So this is their next stage in this. So Cap is no longer dead. Cap has just simply gone bad. Like Cap has become a fascist, and that's what Hydra is. It's a, it was the long arm supernatural aspect of the Nazis. Yeah. All and, right. And all right. All right. Exactly what I was just about to say is we've got. Right. Trump, Stop calling him that. We've Fucking got, racist. We've got Trump. We've got Trump in. 
in charge and as our oh, president. Politics, politics, politics. I'm not. I'm not going into politics or other than this is saying like. You know, we got someone who was it's realist, but yeah, not it's, the it's, it's you know what? Yeah, you've taken something I love and, and warped it, and it's something I, I truly believe in, and something that has like meaning and gives people hope, and you've corrupted it, you corrupted it to its core, literally in this case. So yeah, I, I get it. You're not subtle, Marvel. Right. We see the writer on the wall. I secretly do kind of like all the tears of all the Cap fans. I love it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a behind Spider-Man. Behind Spider-Man, Captain America is my favorite Marvel villain. But like, I didn't freak out or cry or anything. Like when Captain America it's, number one came out, you're in a safe place. You can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't angry. I was just like, all right, well, let's see where this goes. Like, there has to be some. I, I guess I've read. Comics well enough that I'm and, like, all right, this is going yes, somewhere. It was obvious right. Captain America was not going to stay or actually be a Hydra agent. So when people actually flipped out and saying, you're raping my childhood, how dare you and change sending, Captain America? And sending Nick Spencer death threats. Right. I hate no to shit. do this. That is not going to be the legit thing. So their overreaction, I ate it up. Yep. I'm sorry, but I have to hate the reference that I actually read Civil War 2 because I did, unfortunately. <laughs> Because I mean, I, I own it. I can't oh. hate on something unless I. Well, why do you spend oh, money on that? I right, did. Cool. Wow. All right, fan, big fan. <laughs> um, no, it, it, there's the whole point of Civil War Two was there was a uh, an inhuman who could see the future, and he was barely ever wrong. I don't think he was wrong. And uh, they had a big fight over it. Like it was Minority Report. Good job. Like we seen, I read, saw that movie too. Anyway, there's a scene towards the end where Miles Morales. There's a vision of Miles Morales standing over the bloodied and beaten dead corpse of Captain America. Now, things about these visions can be altered, like clothing and exact location and things like that. So I think that vision is going to come to fruition. I think Miles Morales is going to kill Hydra, Captain Hydra. He's going to kill Captain Hydra. beat him so far down that he's just got amnesia. Yeah. He's going to beat the Hydra out of him. Right. But I think that's going to go down. So, yeah. I mean, free comic book day. Look, it's got us just... Hyped for comics. It's such and, a great gateway drug to I mean, comic books. And I'll discuss it later on when it actually hits, but we're leading up to Venom number seven slash now it's going to number 150. You've got such a boner. It's Eddie Brady Brock. Brock. Yeah, you're... You guys know. Venom boner. Eddie Brock this is Venom. Boner. Fuck off Flash. The, the, fuck off Matt Gardner. I like Flash Gordon is the Venom. This is, the, the, Flash Thompson? This, Flash <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> Flash! Ah! No, he's Eddie Brock is Venom, and he's back. And I have a fucking man crush. I on mean, this. this this is this is also a man who just got a what an eight nine week old puppy and named him Eddie. I yeah. did. I have a, I have a dog puppy. named Eddie Brock. You didn't name him Venom. He's black with a little white patch on his right. chest. He's an Eddie. God, you nerd. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> just like him. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? And I see where they're going with this. I see he's getting the Venom symbiote back. And he's going to go after Carnage. Oh, yeah. If he goes after Carnage, he's going after Carnage. Because that's what he's been doing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, free comic book day. Coming down the pipeline. Great time to get new comic book fans, old comic book fans. You know what? Go to your your comic book shop. Try some indie comics. Try some indie comics. Try some indie comics. Dude, go old school. Go Why the Last Man. Go Saga. Saga is a great read. Redneck is a great read right now. Go try anything out of Image. Like, if you're looking, Image right now is so good that you could pick a genre and there's a good title. Uh, Whether it's Image is knocking it out of the park. Birthright. Um, Invincible and Kirkman everyone's all up Kirkman's butt over Walking Dead Walking Dead hasn't been a good read for me for like three years but 
Invincible. Invincible has never stopped being Out, good. Outcast is fantastic. That's a great read. Yes. Outcast is amazing. So, so yeah, you got your cape and, and your cape and spandex and comics, but there are really great stories being told by artists that are, and, and writers that are not in the big two, and you got to give them a chance. Yeah. Also, you go to any, you go to any of your local comic book store during Free Comic Book Day, and there's a bunch of just local artists who are just making their own books on their own with their own money. Give them a shot. Read it. Seriously, some of them are creepy. Let's be honest. Some of them are creepy. Right. You got that creepy one. You got that one guy. like, you want to see my comic about ponies? And you did. You did, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You signed it. You got it signed. I I just know who some of those people are. I knew it. I knew it. So, yes, go out. Get your comics. Support your local comic books. Just do it. Awesome segue. Let's talk about the next big uh, fighting game coming out for comic books, Injustice 2. I am super excited for um, Injustice 2. We finally think, get to play as Darkseid. Dude, NetherRealms is knocking it out of the park. You don't just get to play Darkseid. You get to play as half like the Green Lantern and... Well, I'm saying Darkseid was seen in Injustice 1. Yeah, it was yeah, in one of the, a, uh, a, the maps. He's a level transition yes. damage guy. Right. But now we also get like you don't just have to play Sinestro or Hal Jordan. You get like the another option um, with um, Atrocitus. Atrocitus, and like you actually get to see the full Lantern Corps like fight. That's awesome. Inju- look, it's a good. The, first of all, let's talk mechanics. It's a great system for fighting game. It's very well done. Mortal it's Kombat. Smooth. I mean, it's, it's it's actually a kind of a hybrid between yeah. Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. With it, my old man reflexes, <laughs> this is a game that I enjoy <laughs> because there is that's no, not all that matters. Your reflexes. There's. <laughs> It is it is easily played. Mm. It is it's it's easily picked fun up. to watch. It's very deep. Injustice one actually the first time I I paid attention to a storyline in a fighting game. Yeah, I'll give you that. Storyline was one of the best things about it. And get me wrong, I am the Superman fan. But seeing <laughs> him as the villain, I only made me love him more. When he punched Joker through, through the, the chest, chest, through it. I was like, about time. Somebody should have done it a long time ago. Batman, You're lazy. But yes, very excited for that game. It's beautiful, and you know, and I'm kind of concerned. It's been a about, long time coming. Yeah, but I'm also kind of concerned about like the armor system. I feel like I'm excited about that. I'm, gimmicky, I'm, I'm ready to see you can, something. Why can't I just have a fighting, fighting game? Why do I have to level my fighting characters? But you can gear? like customize how they look and change their cool. armor. Cool. So like, I can have like Raver Batman and yeah. like Green Lantern decided he wanted Jinko pants this week. I don't. know. Maybe maybe some hammer pants. That's a, sorry, that's a massively old reference. <laughs> I can't believe I said Jingo pants. Or those trip pants. They're that's making, a little bit older. They're making a comeback. Apparently. What? I, I, <laughs> what? Apparently. How many pairs do you own, Tim? All of them. I knew All it. the pairs. All the pairs. Like, he's like, you're only saying they're coming back because you own fucking stock in Jinko and you want people to buy Jinko pants. Obviously. I knew it. All right. Jinko and WWE. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Injustice, great game. You get to fight with your favorite DC characters and maybe throw in a Mortal Kombat character that nobody really cares about. It'll be Sub Zero. It'll be Sub Zero. It'll be. Everyone loves Sub Zero. I wish it was Johnny Cage. It was Scorpion. The first one. I would love to punch Batman in the dick with Johnny Cage. Goro. That would be satisfying. Goro, Goro versus Darkseid. Goro. That wouldn't even be a fight, dude. Darkseid is. But no. I will say a lot of the characters they are throwing in, I'm not too excited about. Like some random characters, Headshot. like Cheetah. 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 I see, like, I'm kind of excited about, like, Swamp Thing and Dr. Fate, though. Swamp Thing, I'm good Swamp with. Thing will be awesome. Dr. Dr. Fate, Fate, I've never even heard of Dr. Fate. I've heard of Dr. Fate, and he's DC's Dr. Strange. Yeah. And to be very frank with you, he's not a very interesting character. Right. So, he's like, a helmet. That's why I'm a little, right. like, I'm, I'm glad they have a huge character list, 
But like you could have picked some other people that maybe There's a laundry list of characters that should be in this game yeah. that probably aren't going to right. be. So that's just my kind of like, okay, pick I a see what you boy. did, but like give us a little extra. Mm-hmm. Are we getting Red Hood? Yeah, are we getting Red Hood? Uh, I, got I know Nightwing. Robin's in it, yeah, I got so Nightwing I don't know Robin. if they're going to... skip Red Hood. Well, they might do a skin, because Robin actually in this game fights with a sword, which is odd. Does he fight with guns? Not that I know. Then he's, he's not battle, Red Hood. They, he has battle rings that blow up. Not acceptable. Which is why he's Robin and has battle rings. I need a whatever. Kimbo pistol Red Hood with a chip in his shoulder. Because hey, you know we need Whoa, more Bat Family. Also DLC. You stop talking safe. right now. We, we need, need more Bat Family. We are getting an addition to the Superman family with Supergirl. Yes. But we're not getting Crypto. And we're not getting <laughs> Crypto. Hey, Crypto the Superdog is but your man, he's Superman's best friend. Atrocitus gets a little kitty. Oh, Dexter? Yes. Dude, I'd play a whole game with just Dexter. I <laughs> love does, that cat. He does get the kitty. If I get a third cat... God, I feel like an old cat lady. But if I get a third cat and it's a dude, its name is Dexter. So that, that is my only complaint is give me more relevant characters. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Well, but like I said, we haven't seen the full roster. There's a lot to come down. Yep. We, we, it has hope. It, and so far, graphics-wise and, and system-wise, it's looking very good. For sure. So the hype train is strong with this one. For sure. So, And then another game I'm super excited about, and I know all of you are, is finally Call of Duty is getting away from the stupid fucking modern warfare. Sci-fi. Let's sci-fi it up and random shit. Laser guns. Back to World War II. Back to World War I get to kill Nazis again. So, like, when I, when I first started playing Call of Duty, it was, like, the original Call of Duty. Like, World War, War I think World of War. World War. World of War. And it was... That got, that, that was that, that game changed first-person shoot. And you needed you needed actual skill yeah, you did. to Sorry, shoot a sniper rifle from long distance. Like... We've gotten into this over, like, let's make it easy for everyone. I, I want a World War II Call of Duty game that gives me flashbacks to Normandy, even though I wasn't even born then. I just I want to, like, play the game and go into, like, a straight PTSD fit. Just from, like, oh, my God, this It'll feels It'll probably legit. come with that warning for people who are at war. Fair enough. Like, you know what? Most of those games should have a warning. But, but yes, finally, World War II, getting back to its roots. Tim's over here like, I hate this game. You're not a gamer. We get it. No, no, I am a gamer. It's just I, I've, I've never really gotten into first-person shooters. No. So, And Call of Duty has burned a lot of bridges. It has. They yeah, have. I, I, and, I, has. and I was one of those. I didn't purchase a Call of Duty for a long time. I will jump back in now with World War II. I will give it another shot. If you fuck me over they with will. World War II, It'll happen. I'm done. Bro. I'm looking forward to loot boxes in World War II. How did the allies get those? I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> god damn. Oh my god. So wait, if you play like if you're playing for like the Axis powers, like what kind of loot? What's in your loot box? Awkward silence. Awkward silence. Oh my god. All right. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Destiny 2. Another good another good first person shooter. I'm not gonna lie, I had a serious problem with Destiny 1. And when I say problem, I mean like addiction problem. Yes. I spent oh god, let me actually pull up my Destiny app on my phone real quick. I can tell you uh days. Let's hours is like is, hours equated into nice. months. Months. Oh, here it is. So on one of my characters, three months, oh 14 hours, 18 minutes. <laughs> Wow. Uh, that's what's on my hunter. Wowzers. That's a solid playtime. They don't count for like eight hours of sleep, four hours of sleep. I played a lot of Destiny. This game had a lot of promises that it made. I wanted a first-person shooter, open-world, MMO hybrid. I wanted space guns. I wanted space combat. These are things that Destiny 2 needs to rectify. 
I don't necessarily require super open world, but I want to I want to run into more players while I'm out doing my stuff. Right. The fact that they limited it in the first one to like seven people, seven people, like seven in an instance. Yeah. That was it. That's it. I'm pretty sure it was more than seven guardians playing this fight game. If I go play World of Warcraft, I'm running into like every thousands, millions. We of had people. events. Like I'm pretty sure something awful, and the rest of us trolled a funeral in World of Warcraft. Right. There was like a thousand people on that server, in that zone. Right. It was insane. Yes, Destiny 2. Oh, and don't give me spaceships if I can't pew pew laser from spaceship. <laughs> if they gave you Sparrow Racing. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Too little, to, super late in the game. And now it's gone again. Yeah, it's gone again. And why is Sparrow Racing not a permanent thing in this game? Right. Okay. So we all, I mean, you guys played with me the entire time. Yep. So you know, Destiny 2 has things it needs to fix. Yes. But Nathan Fillion cannot go wrong, man. Like, SK-8-6, he's, he's bringing the funny. He's doing a good job. He alone got me interested in Destiny 2 again when that trailer dropped. Yeah, I, 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 I picked up Rise of Iron super late in the game, sorry. But I, I picked it up. I'm enjoying it. I mean, I might have dropped a little money off, for silver, but... Off topic, else. can we get Nathan Fillion as Hal Jordan? Yeah, yes. it's, it might be a little late in the game for him. I kind of feel right. like when in this Firefly days, he would have been a great Hal Jordan. But Nathan Fillion's, I mean, he's kind of looking castle chunky these days. True. Nathan, I love you, man, but hit a gym, bro. Hey, I can be rectified. I need to hit a gym, too, so I can't talk shit. But I'm not the one with a camera on him, Nathan. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, anyway. Destiny 2. We're looking forward so, to it. We'll be in it. Yeah. Uh, everyone in this room, we are all on the PS4. If you're not, okay. go to hell. Xbox. Yeah, seriously. Xbox Y. <laughs> we are. For Destiny. Again, like you want your Xbox for other things, but for Destiny, you want your Halos. PS4 is the only one. It is coming to PC, Destiny it is. 2. It is. I don't know how to feel about that. Like a lot of people call me a console pleb for a long time, and I, I, I cross the genres. Why do we need this game on PC? It's just going to get hacked and ruined for them. You're going to have people it's, hacking their loot. I've always just wanted that somehow the video game companies just to come to an agreement and do cross platforms. They're starting. They're. They're trying, I think. Yeah, because I know PlayStation and Xbox is working on some cross-platform games. That'd be awesome. If me. Destiny 2 is cross-platform between all three systems, they would have. There, there, there will be no other game. That right. will be the game that people are playing. I'm just worried Destiny 2. It's gonna turn. It's just gonna be a rehash Destiny 1. Are you expecting like really giant expansion? Yeah, and it's mm, gonna be like that's a fear a lot of people have. You can bring your character, but you can't bring any of your gear. Or your levels, apparently. Or your levels. You have to keep your character look, uh, how you design their face. Right. Uh, and apparently we get new powers, so you're not keeping your classes. Right. So I'm just a little worried. It's just going to be like, oh, Destiny 1, all over again, start from the beginning. Are they going to add anything new to keep us there? Uh, I've read a, a couple Reddit threads of people theorizing this, and they're doing some fairly decent you know, data mining and, and information gathering. Yeah. From what I understand, we're probably going to Saturn. We're going to be checking out the moons. We might be digging more into the war mines and the nine. So, I mean, we have a lot of things coming our way. Where they're, I'm thinking we're going to get a story. That's a good, That was missing in the first Destiny. The story wasn't there. But we're going to get into Destiny 2. Yeah, What's story? the story? Uh, <laughs> a game with a story? No more Dinklebot. We're, well, we, we've got Nolanbot. You know me. I don't care about stories. So I know you don't care you about skip everything. Except yeah. for Injustice, apparently. No, I did I did like that. That was, yeah. that was a good one. But and World of Warcraft, skip. 
And you're telling me we have a hyperdrive on these ships and we're only, only going to stay in the, the Milky Way? Well, apparently, I mean, where, where are you going to go? I mean, none of those planets have been terraformed. We, and you can't, Saturn's not terraformed. Well, certainly its moons aren't. But we know we act, actually, if you read some of the... God, I hate it that I'm friggin' doing this. If you read some of the Grimoire cards in the Destiny 1 game that actually gives you the plot of the game, we apparently have, like, stations on the moons of Saturn where, like, we have, like, where they've made exos, where exos originated from. All I heard was I'm a giant nerd. Ah, yeah, you're right. Nerd, 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 nerd. <laughs> Look, man, this is a game that I've been enjoying for a long time, sure. but it's but it has its faults. Yeah. Bungie has a chance to do right by their fans who have stuck with them for the last two years. Hopefully they do. I'm excited. I will buy it. I'm going to pre-order it. Um, I want to play it. And hopefully it brings me... I've been looking for a good MMORPG game to get my teeth into again so i'm hoping this this satisfies i mean that. i'm not a filthy casual but i do i do have shit to do you know right, i have exactly. to go to a, i have to go to work i have like a wife i have things that i need I want to eat dinner at some point <laughs> and maybe like get some sleep right. so it needs to be accessible yep but not too accessible it's a good balance yes. between like easy for everybody and rewarding for those who put a little more effort into yeah, it yeah i agree so so i think lastly we're going to talk about Andy's favorite upcoming game. Favorite game for Andy. Oh, he can't wait. <laughs> You're so excited. Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Yes. All right. To me, by far, the most overrated oh and god-awful <laughs> fighting games And there go all created. of our listeners. <laughs> it's, right. It looks like colored eye vomit on the screen. You can't tell what's going on. You can't on. even. You're colorblind. You're colorblind. crap. You can't. It, it's just. Of course, it looks like a big too gray much. mush to you. Too much. No, so the, not gray. I can see color. For me, it's an orgy of sight and sound. To me, it's beautiful. It is fun. It's a different take on a fighting game that actually excites you because there's a bunch of stuff going on. It's not your standard I'm size. All about the it's a very complicated it's fighting system. It's over the top. Yeah, it is over the top. But, but I, have, I, have, I have several words for you. I'm not going to count them because I can't think right now. Evil Ryu, Mega Man X. I, I'm all about the characters. I would love... And they could, I would love an Injustice-style fighting game with Marvel characters. But they can't do that because the way this game is built out is it's so complex. You can bring up to three people into your full fighting. You can't do that in Injustice. The previous games have been very like visually like explosive. Like Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and 3 were, were massive eye orgies. They're just beams of light and people jumping up in the fucking sky right. and Wolverine and blah, 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 blah. Like, all this stuff is just happening, and if you if you can weed through it all and win your fight, good for you. We understand you have a disability. It's okay. <laughs> We're not, we, we don't judge. We accept. But you can't judge the quality of this game on your inability to actually see it. <laughs> and plus, it is it is a, it is an anime game. It is yeah, yeah. it is cartoon. It is. Capcom. Sort of realistic. Yeah. To each their own. You guys can enjoy that shitty game. Good. We'll uh, play it. And when we bring it over and play it in front of you, you're going to be like, all right, I'll play. And then you're like, I don't know what's going on. And then we're just going to beat you because you can't see anything. I'll just but, take a two-hour dump. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, Grandpa. Bold, Grandpa. Bold, bold words. Why are you high-fiving him for a two-hour dump? Uh, did that just happen? Yes. Because I also Christ. just didn't want to leave him hanging. Uh, but you can leave him I'm too nice. It brings together two worlds, massive character lists. Um, anybody, anything you can think of. And Street Fighter V was such a massive disappointment. I gotta get my Street Fighter on with a decent oh, game. God. True. So I'm excited. I know Andy's gonna love it. Um, mm -hmm. He might he might pre-order three copies. <laughs> I, I think his nips could cut glass. He's so excited for this oh. game. All right. All right, then. Well.
Well, we're going to end on that note. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you were listening, uh, always welcome. And uh, look forward to uh, more from the future. Hop on our social medias and ask us questions about things and topics you'd like to hear. And don't forget to hit that like button. Just kidding. You wow, you went full like YouTube. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sell out that quickly. You don't have to hit that like button if you don't want it. <laughs> when you're ready. Well, thanks everybody for listening to The Hateful Geeks. Hopefully we didn't scare you away too much, and we hope to catch you next time. Thanks for listening.